You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to Collective Cafe To Go. This is the podcast version of the Collective Cafe. Now, the Collective Cafe happens every single weekday, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in Alpha Collective's Discord server, discord.gg forward slash alpha collective. It is free. It always will be free. There are no strings. There is no bait and switch. If you like to listen live and even participate, come onto stage, comment in our back chat, you can do that. Whether you're on the treadmill, getting the kids ready for school, getting yourself ready for work, commuting into the big bad city, or maybe just even commuting from your bedroom into your home office. On Monday, we manifest. On Tuesday, we talk thought leadership. On Wednesday, we have guests take the stage, almost like an open mic. On Thursday, we do live book reads and discussions. And then on Friday, it's No Agenda Friday, where there is no agenda. Start your day off on the right foot, on the front foot, with virtual coffee, with the Collective Cafe, where we mastermind, we manifest, we collaborate, we help one another at the business of Web3 or anything else that intersects, whether it's culture, collaboration, creativity, innovation, disruption. So give us a subscribe if you're listening on the podcast or come and attend one day. Remember, it is a safe, welcoming space and you will never, ever be put on the spot. This is the Collective Cafe to go. And I don't think that I actually, uh, I didn't even script that. I think I just uh, did a bit of free flow, free form, and then uh, then did a little bit of editing. It's kind of a cool way to start the day. Good morning, everybody. It is January 16th. 2023 jersey king is here sporting one hell of a pfp a velvet is here welcome both of you and as more people stream into the cafe take your virtual seats and um today we're going to manifest good morning christopher as well uh there is a poap today um i was able to do a 10 minute window which is great i think uh the folks over at poap.xyz are very, very concerned about farming at the moment. And um, and so they're trying to always keep a, uh, a very small, tight window for minting. Um, but I think it let me do 10 minutes today. I set up all four POAPs for Monday through Thursday. Uh, we're going to have to talk about Friday. Uh, on cue, Bez arrives. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm definitely in, available, uh, plugged in. Friday would be about, I think, 1 p.m. UK time, and uh, I will be in the UK, and I should be able to, 
I should be able to do something. Uh, although it might be from the car, it it might be uh, I might need a little bit of help. If anyone wants to run our No Agenda Friday session, and then uh, the following week, uh, certainly uh, Monday, I will be um, available. I will still be in the UK, and uh, Tuesday I should probably be in South Africa already, and will be there for uh, an extended period of time, and uh, I should be able to do the the cafe uh, every day. So I'm not even sure that I will necessarily even miss one day, um, but we will put all our plans in place to make sure that everything works on schedule and on time, keep the trains running on time. Uh, POAPs, the works, um, I'm excited about what we are building here. And I'm excited about the, the podcasting format. It just, you know, if you think about it, it's, there are two ways to, to, to think about content. One is, you know, when I, I, I was one of the first marketing podcasters in the world. And uh, this was back in 2005. And um, I always remember that, you know, we would be at PodCamp or, uh, or um, unconferences or, you know, CES, South by all these places. Uh, good morning, chef. And uh, we would... I would always have like these amazing conversations with people and I would say, oh, I wish I was recording this right now. This is too good just to keep between us. Now, there, there are two ways to look at it, obviously. One way is, is that's not how life should be. We shouldn't always be on. We shouldn't always be recording. We shouldn't always, you know, think about uh, sharing and distributing and syndicating and content strategy. But on the other hand, if we are thought leaders and content creators and community builders, we kind of want to be able to capture these moments, these insights, these beautiful nuggets sometimes. And and that's why I absolutely love this format. The fact that we it doesn't matter how many people are in the cafe right now, we know that this content can reach anyone anywhere in the world, quite frankly, at any time as well. So we record when we can, and we don't record when, when we don't have to. I think the, the one thing that I've always learned is when something feels forced, it generally is. When, you know, there, you can't fake authenticity. When I always say when somebody says, is it okay to swear, generally the answer is no. It, it's it's just one of those things when you're asking permission for something that probably means that there's a level. Now, I, I get the counter, right? I get the respect when you're in somebody else's home. You want to understand their rules. You want to understand, you, you want to take time to respect um, that which came before you. I get all of that. But generally, you know, if you're a guest on a show, well, this is an interesting point, right? If you're the guest on someone's show, uh, Whose, you know, whose obligation is it to talk language? For example, is it the host's obligation to say to the guest, "These are the rules. This is kind of this is a family-friendly show. This is what we talk about. This is what we don't talk about. This is the tone, etc." Or is it the guest's obligation to um, come in and be a little bit respectful and say, "Hey, what are the ground rules here? Um, this is typically how I conduct myself, but..." You know, so I, I lean towards the host. You know, I lean towards the host. That the host, you know, when I had um, Sashin Cheyenne on my show, he swore like a sailor, as the, as the saying goes, and I loved it. 
you know, if if it if it didn't work for me, then I think it was my obligation to say to him in advance. So it's almost an error of omission, if that makes sense. Which is which is you need to if it's your home, then yeah, you make the rules, but at the same time, you need to communicate those rules. You can't shout at someone for walking into your home with shoes on if you didn't tell them in advance that, to take their shoes off. And quite frankly, and this is where it gets a little more esoteric, when you invite someone over to your home, I'm going to extend the metaphor literally, should you tell them what the rules are in advance? Maybe they're not wearing socks. Maybe they're very uh, self-conscious about their toes. Um, you know, maybe, maybe you know, their, their feet smell. So, you know, to use this extended metaphor, it's an interesting one that applies to community, that applies to content, that applies to hosting, that applies to life in general. I mean, my feeling, as I said, is if you have to ask, then, then there's, there's a problem in that. Uh, on the flip side, the less rules, the better. I mean, I think one of the things that's going to be so interesting for me to watch and to play a role. I'm going to get to play a role as a, as not just an influencer but a builder and an organizer. Is how to what degree the brands can operate in the space without uh, imposing their T's and C's and legalese and contracts and procurement and all of their red tape, the small print, the terms and conditions, because that is. I mean, if you want the epitome of centralized branding, it is that. It's terms and conditions. There is um, um, opremalast, um, uh, some, some drug with an O, and Optiva, I don't know, it's for um, psoriasis, I think, or um, he's clearly I watched too much, I don't know, CNN or something. And, um, and they say, opresta, oh, 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 I can't. I'm like trying to remember what it's called. Um, anyway, and it says don't use this drug if you're allergic to it. That's one of the that's one of the small print things. One of the things they say, don't use this drug if you're allergic to it. Who who on earth would prescribe a drug that someone's allergic to? It's the most dumbest statement ever. And I get where it's coming from. I mean, I get it's you know the the legalese and the litigious society that we live in and. CYA people covering their ass, but it makes absolutely no sense. Do not use this drug if you're allergic to it. That's probably the number one reason that you wouldn't use the drug <clears throat> or, or that you wouldn't prescribe the drug, assuming it's something that a doctor or physician or specialist would prescribe. Which doctor or physician in their, or specialist in their right mind would prescribe a drug that you're allergic to? I mean... I don't know. It it just makes no sense. This is one of those things where, where there's so many aspects to our life that makes, you know, we watch and they make no sense. They make no sense. And yet just the rules operate that way. A lot of government is like that. There are all these idiosyncratic and eccentric um, ways that a government functions and they're procedural and they're habitual and they're superstitious and nobody takes a moment just to stop and say, why? Why do we do it this way? Why don't we change? Why do, isn't there a better way? Isn't there a different way? 
Nobody does that. And, and I think that that's the goal here. The goal is always to stop and ask. The goal is almost, <clears throat> I would recommend to companies, bring in children. Bring your children to work. Let them observe and, th- and then let them ask questions. Because I'll bet you those questions are billion-dollar questions. The questions in curiosity, the questions in innocence, those questions can be game changers. Bring in children, bring in people that are not of your industry, and I'm not even talking about executives in other corporations or marketers. I'm talking about builders and construction workers, and you know, and electricians and <clears throat> and painters, and then bring in haters. Try and figure out how to, you know, one of the things that I'm still looking to fill and have debates in Alpha Collective is very much to bring in the haters. People that actually not only think that this is, you know, to quote um, the water boy, the devils, Web3 is the devils, um, but, but are secure enough and confident enough to go toe-to-toe and know that in the environment, they're not going to be sandbagged or ridiculed or, you know, or pulled down or, you know, etc. So I think it's important. That's what moves everything forward. The perspective of diversity, the perspective of different opinions, and, uh, and sometimes being able to go to a child or a childlike um, objective piece of feedback. But when you have to ask, is this okay? It generally isn't. And that's something that's, that's clearly something in you that's, that's busy saying, I don't feel comfortable enough. I just did, um, last week I had ran Fishkin <clears throat> and I was just typing up the show notes. And <clears throat> at one point I wrote, trust your gut and gut your trust. And, and I looked at that and I was like, I don't, remember exactly what I meant at the time, trust your gut and gut your trust. But if I had to guess what it meant, I guess I would say the trust your gut is easy, right? It's, it's, it's your instincts. Maybe gut your trust means the trust that you had in your fellow man or woman, the trust that you had in the system, the trust in somebody else. So gut that but trust yourself and don't necessarily blindly trust others. I think it comes back to this whole point of, you know, people keep on talking about authenticity. I live authenticity. I mean, I've lived that as a concept in thought leadership. It's nothing new to me, talking about authentic brands, etc. And, and, you know, one of the things that I hate the most, really hate, is when people roll their eyes at words like innovation or disruption or trust or authenticity. Oh, it's a cliche. You know, it's a cliche because everyone's talking about it too much, but no one's doing anything about it. The only time you should roll your eyes at something is if it's been spoken about so often and it's been executed and it's like old news. But until we actually make sure that innovation is the norm and disruption is the norm, and authenticity is the norm, then no eye rolls for me, please. Another thing I saw that was interesting over the weekend, 
<coughs> I really have a, for those of you listening on the podcast, apologies for the frogs in my throat. But, you know, this is the, uh, I guess this is the collateral damage of doing a virtual coffee at eight in the morning. Maybe I need to start doing some, uh, some warm-ups. But this was an interesting comment from my friend Brian Fanzo. I want to find it and then I can stick it into the back chat. The problem with, <clears throat> he tweets a lot. So now I have to find the exact comment. But he spoke about uh, about transparency, and um, and I thought it was. I'm going to find it for you. I might have to. Um, I mean, let me tell you this: this man is tweeting too much. Just kidding, but he is. Um, so where am I? I am at one day ago, and I probably. I probably need to go a little bit deeper. I probably should be doing this uh, during the um, the POAP as well. I'm going to give up. Should I? Oh, here it is. I was just about to give up, and you see, I didn't. So I'm going to just take a little screenshot of this, and then I will um, accept. Now I have to take it again because I ended up with uh, with another tweet on top of it. So this is what he said. He said... Transparency isn't the same thing as oversharing or bragging. Transparency is creating a window for people to see how and why you did something and if you're worth trusting. Oversharing and bragging is making it about yourself to make others feel less than dot, dot, dot. I wonder what you think about that quote and, um, and how you want. First of all, I always look at a tweet like that and I think to myself, there's more to that than meets the eye. You know, is that, a, is that a general question or is it a specific question? And what I mean by that is the general question is in general. This isn't about a single person or persons. Maybe it's about just a, the sum total of a variety of experiences. Um, and and it isn't, it's not triggered, if you will, by one instance or one person or specifically absolutely he's referring to one person and he doesn't want to mention their name but this is a a very common um, approach with twitter which is which is and it's a much better approach i mean i would say the worst thing ever to do is to name names Uh, as the saying goes uh, attack the man and this is you know how the saying would go so you know now today we'd say attack the person I think I just I just switched. Sorry, I just switched back to my phone. So attack the person, uh, attack the idea, not the man. I'm sorry. You know, don't hate the player, hate the game. Um, that's that's where we are now. When I was younger, when I was more inexperienced, um, I would attack the man. I would attack the person because for a couple of reasons. One, I could. I was younger, I was more immature. Um, I had this newfound power called blogging. I was essentially a keyboard warrior. It was easier for me to do it from essentially my mother's basement, which I wasn't living at, but the idea of in the safety and security of my home office, of my laptop. 
Now, just to be clear, this doesn't mean that somebody who is critical or attacks or, you know, is is quite, you know, um, quite specific in their naming, in their name calling, is necessarily a coward. Um, some of them just don't have the awareness. They don't have the social and the self-awareness to realize that when you type something in front of a keyboard, you don't see the... If you could see the person in front of you, if they were standing in front of you, would you say that to their face? Would you say it, would you still type the same thing if they were right in front of you? If you saw them two weeks later, could you go up to them and say, by the way, this is what I said about you, either directly or implied? So on one hand, we do hide behind our keyboards um, and we might not necessarily do it because we're cowards. We might just do it because we've created this little safe environment to be able to do that. So for me, the worst thing you can do is to name names. Being able to speak in a more, and I'm not a passive person or, or passive-aggressive person, but in this case, the passive-aggressive approach is actually a better one, which is talk in generalities. Generally, the people, you know, the if you know, you know, right? There are generally people who know exactly what you mean and who you might be talking about. But by not being so obvious and specific, there is a bit of restraint, and that's a good thing. That has to be a good thing. So this idea of, as fans I would call it, bragging or oversharing, as opposed to transparency, I like the fact, let's, let's take the, the bragging oversharing part off the table. I like the conversation about transparency. Because we started off today, if I just take you back five minutes, talking about um, words that are overused. Authenticity, right? Innovation, disruption, the eye rolls. Transparency is another one. And, and I like the fact that we can, we can actually, there are certain words that need to be reclaimed. This is something that uh, we had a whole conversation with Rand about. He spoke about um, virtual uh, signaling and even echo chamber. He said echo chamber needs to be, re- we need to reclaim that. He said echo chambers are good. We always say they're bad, you know, which is, which is when we surround ourselves by like-minded people with the same worldview. He said, and he made an argument, why echo chambers are good. And I won't go into the explanation. You can watch the show um, when it comes out. Uh, if you want to, uh, it was just a really amazing conversation. And as I said a few days ago, it took, went in unexpected uh, directions where he was very, very honest uh, and transparent about regrets with respect to Moz, which most of us look back now as one of the great success stories of our time. But he spoke about how he didn't trust his gut and, uh, and how he regrets that decision to this day. So let's go back to this idea of transparency. When is too much and when is too little? Um, I think transparency and authenticity are joined at the hip. I think that when you find your authentic voice, 
your transparency meter is at the level that it should be. You know exactly when to talk, when to be personal, when to talk about your personal life, and when not to. For me, my heart surgery was on the table. It was not off the table. It couldn't be off the table. It didn't feel right to just completely close up and close off. I wasn't doing it for sympathy. I wasn't doing it for funding. I was doing it because if I'm to be a public figure, then I need to be a public figure. And, and it was about me. It was about my kids or my wife off the table, but about me on the table. My weight loss, my weight struggles, my heart surgery on the table always. You know, where it gets interesting is, and, and thank God, uh, it hasn't affected me, but something like mental health or mental illness or depression. I mean, I've spoken very willingly and very openly about um, going on Lexapro, anti-anxiety medication. I think it's anti-anxiety and SSRI. Changed my life. Amazing. And I'm not a drug person. I do not believe generally on... I'm massively concerned about how we drug our children for the most part and how we are a drugged society. And we could go into the whole, you know, opioid uh, crisis, etc. But just bringing it back for a second, I was very, very public about it. The main reason, there are two. The one is, I feel if you're a public figure, you must be a public figure. You don't get to choose when to be public and when not to be because that is the bad kind of transparency. That's what maybe Fanzo might be talking about, the bragging, the oversharing. You just share the good parts, you know, and you leave the not-so-good parts off the table or you overshare the trauma dumping of the bad parts. So maybe you brag about the good parts, you overshare the bad parts. There are people that are just, you know, warts and all. Let it all hang out, the full Monty. I've learned a lot about, you know, triggering people and, and about being, being a little bit more aware, self-aware, but also aware of everyone around you. So I, I don't know that there's an easy answer. I don't know that there's a one-size-fits-all. But again, it comes back to rules. What is on the table? What's off the table? Should you share those with your community in advance? In advance? Maybe. Maybe not. Hey, I'll tell you anything about what's going on in my life. But when it comes to my family, I'm not going to share as much. And hopefully you can understand. And maybe if you don't, you'll respect me for it. And hopefully you'll respect me and understand as well. I think people are very understanding. So to kind of close on the subject of transparency, I would, I would almost say that we need consistency with, uh, like with everything, with relationships, with branding, with the collective cafe, we need to be consistent about our transparency. Otherwise, if you think about it, it's a whole smoke and mirrors show in the metaverse. It's the wizard 
of Oz. Or it's the wizard of Decentraland. Or it's the wizard of Sandbox. It's the wizard of the metaverse. We hide behind our avatar, our PFP, which essentially is the curtain, the velvet curtain. And we are the small, weak, bald, white man, short, with our levers and our buttons and our smoke and our mirrors and our voice distorters. Sounds a lot like Twitter (laughs) with voice distortion and sound effects. And we manipulate and we control. We are wearing masks. We are creating images that are not necessarily representative of reality. Very interestingly enough, I think Elon Musk basically said, um, tweeted and he said, uh, um, what did he say? He said, apparently Twitter makes you angry and Instagram makes you depressed. Which is worse or, or which do you choose? Do you choose the platform that makes you angry or the platform that makes you depressed? My response was neither. Why choose any of them? So it is 8.28 a.m. on Manifesting Monday, and your POAP is one minute away. It should be, should be, your POAP, um, accessible now through, uh, or at least in the next 30 seconds, through poap.xyz, download the app. And your secret word today, much like Friday's secret word, is the date. One. One, six, two, three. Lubna came exactly on time. One, one, six, two, three is the secret word. And if I did it right, that secret word should, be, should pop into, poap into existence in about, I don't know, a few seconds as well. So, welcome, Matty. All right, so should we try it all together? You open up poap.xyz at exactly 8.30, which is right now, and you type in 11623 and mint. And lo and behold, it is working. Now you have two minutes. Let's do it together. Here's the clue so that you don't get too overwhelmed is at some point when you start panicking, uh, just click on every single number as many times as you can to like basically get uh, back into the, into the, I'm on 301, 310, 315. Let's do it together, everybody. And now I'm panicking, so I'm just like literally clicking on everything. Um, I am almost on 500 and then I'll be back with you. I'm, I'm minting my own Po app. Is that okay? I hope it's okay. I love it. I kind of love the game as well, even though I know people are struggling. I'm sure they're going to fix it. I'm on 572. I hope I'm not distracting you all. I feel like for a moment we have to kind of keep quiet. Um, i got one minute to go. My record is about a minute. I'm going to keep quiet now. But then people are listening on the podcast and they're like, why is he going quiet? 814, 881, come on. 
40 seconds to go. I'm definitely not walking and chewing gum. Got it. Yes. 11623, Manifesting Monday. Hopefully you all got it. Poep.xyz. You have 90, 90? You have nine minutes left. Uh, And I'm going to go ahead and share into Discord, which is, I think, flippin' fantastic that you can go straight into it. So I just shared my POAP. I hope you all got it. I'm going to do something tremendous with these POAPs, like tremendous. Um, I haven't figured out exactly what it is yet, um, but it's going to be spectacular. Um, When people are collecting 10, 20, 30, 50, I don't know what the numbers are going to be, but for the people that show up live, um, I want to, I have to, I will, I need to reward you. And then they're going to be what I'm going to call super poaps. Sometimes you'll know what they are in advance and sometimes you won't. Sometimes you will have the ability to, you know, it will just be anyone who collected this poap on that day. Um, like we can do some live ones as well. We'll do some live recordings, uh, NFT NYC or South by Southwest. Those ones could very well be super poaps um, where maybe I then take everyone out to breakfast or something like that. Um, but I feel like like it's just a beautiful way, right? Think about the idea we have we have um, digital collectibles, we have digital ticket stubs. Um, you know, these are the words that the industry likes to use, digital, right? Um, I personally want to call them what they are. I want to call them NFTs. I want to call them POAPs. I want to call them what they are as opposed to trying to dumb them down or translate them into terms that uh, make people feel comfortable. See, I, I have a different approach. I don't like to dumb it down for people that are on the outside. What I like to do is welcome those people in, into the inside, not make them feel stupid um, and, and, and help them um, understand and take the time that they need. That's exactly what my vision is uh, for Alpha Collective, is to is that safe space, safe, strategic, welcoming, and prescriptive. But let me pause there. Um, let me know if you got the POAPs. Um, uh, the word is, yes, uh, uh, Lubna, 11623, today's date. I'm not, I'm not saying that, that I am going to keep this, uh, this naming convention. Um, Christopher said he did not get the POAP on Friday. Uh, maybe. <laughs> and Jersey King said, don't do this walking your dog in minus 13 degrees. Now, that sounds, that sounds very, very uh, dangerous. I'm glad you all got the POAP. It's, it's a lot of fun, isn't it? And it's a, a beautiful way to say that you were here today, that you were here. We were here together. Um, fantastic, everyone. Christopher, I'll try and see if I can send you a code um, for Friday's POAP because I think you were in the audience. So I will do my best to get it to you. They also give you um, URL codes. Um, so let's let's get into the manifestation part of today. Now, if you are listening online or you uh, you subscribe to the podcast, this is an opportunity not only to talk about your goals for the week, but the idea of the manifestation, this is very new to me. I, I'm not even sure if I do it right. It's just to put it out there. You know, and be accountable. 
having accountability partners. I've never had one really, um, but I, I've never had a mentor. I've never had a coach. But um, that doesn't mean at 52 that, I'm, that it's too late for me to do any of these things. So my goal is I leave on Thursday to the UK uh, and then and then the following well and then the Monday I'm in South Africa for three and a half weeks. I have not been in South Africa for such a long time. I have to be super super disciplined. I am working on on getting this project finally off the ground. I can give you some alpha. I can tell you that we are going to have an event in New York City March second three two two three will be our launch kickoff event in New York City. Um, and we are looking at venues at the moment, we're looking at sponsors, we're looking at speakers. I can tell you that we have 20 first customer passes left to mint. Um, I can tell you that we've released the most, what I think is ridiculously compelling perk associated with a first customer pass, which is the fact that the price will be frozen the renewal price will be frozen at one ETH or $2,500, whichever is lower in perpetuity. I can tell you that I've modeled this entire collection on Proof Collective. At the moment, they're sitting at 34 ETH, but at their height, they were 90 ETH. That's my goal. My goal is to get to a floor that is 20, 30, 40, 50 ETH because of the value that will be coming out of this collective and so 20 left i made a decision and how we got to 20 left was to actually share the first customer passes with our alpha talk speakers simply because they are influencers and i want them around i will bring them in for one year they'll have full access they will have the stage and hopefully an opportunity to get business and and continue to build their brands and they'll have a pass that could be worth twenty five to forty thousand dollars. But I hope that they will keep that pass and stay around and stick around. It's my way of compensating them in many respects. So my goal this week is to recognize that I'm gonna be away until February fourteenth. And I have to be super, super disciplined on every level. Eating, exercise, time change, New York City. This is not a vacation. I will reward myself. My rewards, besides obviously the main reason I'm there is to be with my mom. But my rewards every day will be the sun and exercise. Sometimes it will be active sun and sometimes it will be passive sun. While I am being a son too to my mother. The active sun will be running, going for like a 5k run, two, three, four times a week. And the passive sun will be lying at the pool or going to the beach for an hour or two. Take my Kindle, one of the South African delicacies is something called a granadilla lolly. It's essentially passion fruit. It's this beautiful orange lolly with little pips inside. And it is, you know, it's right up there with like maybe like my, it might just be my number one thing to get when I'm in South Africa. That and, and biltong, 
which Americans would call beef jerky, but I would not. Um, and so my goal is to build my schedule around my mother, around my physical and mental health, and around my work commitments, which means showing up for Collective Cafe every single day. That's 3 p.m. every day for me. It means adjusting my schedule, probably going to bed at 1 or 2 in the morning and then waking up at 8 or 9 in the morning and finding a good balance to stay on East Coast time. So if I'm manifesting anything, it is to keep my show going and growing. I have enough episodes in the can recording for this week and probably releasing Anne Handley's this week. So I'm excited about that. Today is Gordon Glenister talking about influencer and influencer marketing. Denise Hamilton tomorrow, and I'm giving blood tomorrow. Ted McGrath, McGraw on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, Randall Crowder. And then I leave for the airport. So that's my goals this week. You know, my goals this week is to, my goals this week are, goals is, goals are, um, to keep things moving forward. Not just for myself, but for everyone else. I think we've all looked at the price of crypto. It seems like we've had a good week or two. I don't profess to understand much about the space. (laughs) But it's interesting listening to the people that profess they do. Talking about things like resistance levels and testing these levels. And looks like we've passed the test. And it's great. I think the message coming out of Solana is that people are building like crazy. And so this blockchain, remember, Sol cryptocurrency is a transactional token that enables building on the blockchain. That's what it's there for. It's not for flipping. It's not for day trading. People will do that. But it's designed to enable this glorious building. For those of you that attended the webinar that I gave last week, I'm going to put a link. Um, I'm going to put a link in the um, in the cafe chat if you want to watch it. But but one of the things, um, Bez just said, how long do we have to get this po up? I keep making mistakes. Tried three times. Well, the time is time is up right now. But remember, I told you how to cheat. You got to cheat by just hitting all the buttons at one point, you know. And uh, you know, I mean, it, it's stressful. It shouldn't be, but it's stressful. Um, but in this, you know, in this webinar, I basically said, twenty twenty three will be the year of the Po app. Twenty twenty four will be the year of the branded airdrop. But last year, this year, next year common thread red thread it is the year it is it is all about community and not just community because i don't want community to be that eye roll the next eye roll right the next transparency the next disruption the next innovation the next authenticity it's communities of builders that's that's what's happening here we are builders we are building we are building community and we are community of builders. 
The builder word is the key. Whether we are founders or whether we are members of the community, we build together, we grow together. The sharedness of it. Remember, in the dawn, in the height of Web 2, we discussed crowdsourcing and crowd sharing and consumer-generated content and wisdom of crowds. But we never had a mechanism to monetize it. We do now. I'm super thrilled about the fact that my coin is relaunched. And I'm just going to slow roll this thing. Uh, I know Lubna has already got her uh, has already got her coins, sent them to her. Um, it's fun. It's exciting. It's exciting to be back. Several people have. I just put the link in in the back chat. It's uh, jaffy.cedar.app, S-E-E-D-R.app. That's where you can, it's just a bit of a holding page, but it's also where you can actually buy Jaffy coin. And you can buy Jaffy coin, uh, you click on swap coins, you can actually buy through PayPal, or you can buy through, it's a, it's a little bit of a complicated process, not going to lie. You need to have a phantom wallet, so you need to be on Solana, um, you need, uh, and you need to figure out how to swap. But it's not, there are um, instructions, actually really good instructions. Now, if you are interested, just go to bit.ly forward slash not famous discord. And really what you want to be looking in the, is the Get Jaffe channel because you'll see a whole um, really, really great explanation under Buy, Sell Jaffe. The first thing you're going to want to do is if you had sent me your Jaffe coin uh, through rally.io, then you're going to want to click on migrate your Jaffe and I'll end up sending it to you like I did with Lubna. Next, you're going to go to verify React Jaffe coin and that's where you're going to get your new roles in the server. And ultimately, if you want to be able to buy and hopefully not sell uh, Jaffe, you do that and you can find a little bit more instructions. But it's exciting for me because what I realize is I, I try to visualize it over the weekend. There's myself, right? Pre-Web3, who was I? What was my identity? Author, speaker, right? Author, speaker, consultant. Um, creating content, I'd slow down. My blog was non-existent. My podcast was non-existent. My video was, I'd stopped. I was doing most of my stuff on rented land in the form of, I guess, Twitter or Instagram or whatever. But it was, you know, I was, I was like flatlining. Now, it's, it's just, I can't even compare it. Minimizing my social media presence or trying to, but now I look at myself, my personal brand. Am I a speaker? Sure, I'm still a speaker. And you can get access to me through NFTs, but I have a coin and you can transact with me and ultimately buy speaking or will be able to buy speaking through 
the coin through redemption of the coin. And I have a new book coming out where there will be royalty NFTs where readers get royalties. And I have Alpha Collective, which is a project, professional organization, mastermind. That's pretty exciting as well. Another way to interact and transact with me through NFTs. And then I have my show, another significant piece of thought leadership, which will become more and more ingrained in and intertwined with the coin, NFTs, and POAPs, which brings us back to virtual coffee and the collective cafe, using for now POAPs. So what I realize is that if you can start to see what the what the the visual looks like, there's myself in the middle, and then you have these three bridges or transactional means or mechanisms, POAPs, NFTs, and a, and a token, a Jaffe coin, that gives you now access to me in the form of speaking, time, experiences, projects, etc., it actually fits together so beautifully, strategically. And so when I say I'm all in on Web3, not only can I prove it, but I can actually show it. And it's all connected, though, to a personal brand, to a, a vision, to a mission, and to a business model and KPIs. See, part of my message always is don't just blindly trust me. Remember, trust your gut and gut your trust. Don't listen to anyone. Definitely not lazy journalists. Definitely not false prophets. Definitely not so-called self-professed ninjas. Not even to authors. Collect all your thoughts from different perspectives, and that's a key point, different perspectives. For everyone that loves, find someone who hates. Triangulate, and then make an informed, educated opinion. That's how you move forward, by trusting your gut and gutting your trust. Because remember, everyone has an agenda. Everyone has an agenda. And the people that tell you they have no agenda are the people that have the biggest agenda. It's like when someone says, trust me, don't trust them. If someone says, can I be honest with you? Hey, you know, I'm going to be real with you for a moment. Well, why weren't you real with me before? Why are you asking for permission to be honest today? Were you not honest yesterday? I know there are words and semantics but it's important. It's, Im- it's important to figure out where the bar is. I don't care how low the bar is, as long as you never, ever fail that bar. And you know my perspective. Don't under-promise and over-deliver. Just promise and deliver. I feel like that is the ultimate transparency. What you see is what you get. No mirrors, no avatars, no PFPs, no, no masks, just reality. Very hard to do. 
almost impossible to do because people are so goddamn insecure. And people struggle to be vulnerable and people struggle to deal with vulnerability. Somebody comes to you and says, I had heart surgery and times are tough. What do you say to them? (laughs) You know, don't worry, you'll make it. We're all going to make it. Wag me, wag me. You know, I always say, like, don't ask a question if you can't live with the answer. So in many respects, like, we have to be able to be, be more, I think, deliberate, direct, honest with ourselves and others when we share or overshare or undershare. And I would just say that I think undersharing has got to be just as bad as oversharing too because we are pulling back. We are choosing manipulatively or not, Machiavellian or not, deliberately or not, how much we release. And I know the argument could be made. It's shrewd. It's strategic. We are, at the end of the day, brand managers, are we not? We are managing a brand, our brand, somebody else's brand, a corporate brand. But aspirationally, directionally, there is a better and a bigger goal. And that is to get to the point where we don't have mosques and barriers and walls between us. That's the goal. That's authenticity. When you actually don't just feel like you know someone, you actually do know them. You don't know everything about them because you don't need to. You know, the other thing as well is like, we're very liberal when we use the word friend. And and I think it's okay to say, you know, half of you here today are my friends, half of you are not my friends. Or you're all my friends. You're my work friends. But like, we, we again, we need to be more comfortable. I have a lot of time for a lot of people that are here today. A lot of time. In fact, at a minimum, I have five hours a week for you for free. And I will always have that time for you because I've made a commitment to... The Collective Cafe. And I have my show. That's more time. And through Alpha Collective, even more time. Those of you that that are paid members or entry-level members. And oh, by the way, if any of you need me and you, you know, text me or say, hey, do you have five minutes for me? Chances are I'll make the time. And even more time when, we, when we're hanging out at South by Southwest, etc. And we do an IRL meetup. I think we might even call ourselves friends. Hell, I might be spending more time with you than I do with my uh, own family. I hope she's not listening live through the pod or, or listening through the podcast, but I think my wife would be very interested in one hour with me every day. And yet here we are together. If this doesn't make us friends, probably nothing will. Or... Or we don't have to use the word friend and we can just say we're members. We're brothers and sisters. We're brothers and sisters in arms. 
We're together because life and fate has brought us together. Out of 200 billion people that have ever lived, we're here, right here, right now. That's awesome. Don't question it. Just enjoy it. So we have about five minutes left. And exactly on time, I'm out of here because I am driving my son to the airport. Uh, My daughter went back yesterday. My son goes back today. Suddenly the house gets a lot quieter. And um, and so I'm checking ways right now. Does anyone want to come up and do a little bit of manifesting? There's not a lot of traffic at all, by the way, which is awesome because it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It is a day for us as well to be mindful and uh, and remember a great, great man. And so even though all the corporates are taking off today and making my drive to LaGuardia much better. Guess who's always working? The entrepreneurs, the builders, the founders, the community members. Uh, Christopher, welcome to the stage, my friend. Hey, welcome, Jaffe. Just wanted to uh, wish you safe travels. I thought it was uh, interesting. I think I did get the Uh, poem. I think I'm not even pronouncing that correct, but... uh, it's weird. Like, I think it's pulling up an old one when I go to look at what's minted. So I'll keep playing around with it, but I, I love learning the tech. I was able to get through the numbers on time. That's uh, an interesting little challenge. But yeah, safe travels uh, to your son. Safe travels for you coming up. And yeah, it'll be an interesting uh, <laughs> completion of January. Uh, you, you definitely have the POAP. I mean, if, if you got it and said now minting and you got the little confetti. Um, so what you want to do is go to your app. And uh, just you know, pull that pull to refresh, and you'll probably see it. Um, yeah, it's pulling up like the one that looks like a ghost face, which I think is an old one. Versus, I'm assuming it would look like the coffee cup. But again, I think I'm in the same camp as Bez, where I'm uh, multitasking, a little tired. So we'll get to it. But uh, each day, I'm making it a little further. Well, <laughs> so if, if very excited about the progress. If anyone, if anyone here today did not get the Po app, uh, just send me a uh, direct message. Um, or uh, or or text me or whatever, and I'll make sure that I send you a link to mint it today. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a nice experimentation, and and the, as I said, there's something ridiculously powerful about it because on one hand there is this idea of saying, even conceptually, what we're building. You were here, you were here on Monday, January sixteenth, twenty twenty three, and we discussed these things. But you were here. And you have a record, an immutable record on the blockchain in perpetuity to to commemorate that. Now, when it starts to activate, that's when it gets like bananas. That's when it gets insane. When we start to attach functionality, because remember, it is an NFT. It's an NFT now that you can transfer from a custodial wallet, poep.xyz, to your own personal wallet. And it's one where, for example, if I turn around at some point and I say, anyone that was here on on January 16th, 2023, that POAP now will give you access to a party that I'm throwing at Cannes. Now, I know how many people are here in the audience. There might be 10,000 people listening on the podcast, but I know that there are a handful of people that were here live. Now, you have the option to attend the party or to sell 
potentially that POAP and give somebody else access to it. And suddenly from just showing up, and I, I would, I'm going to say without being uh, uh, gratuitous here, that I delivered value today and you received value, I hope, I trust, I know that I thought that, that the content today was great. I learned, even though I know it sounds a bit insane, I learned from myself. I didn't learn from myself because you're all here with me. We're all interacting together. Every one of your comments, just seeing your your faces, your avatars, all of this makes for a different dynamic as opposed to me just recording, staring at a wall. I'm not doing that. I feel that I'm in a room with all of you right now. So besides the value that you might have received from it today, imagine what you might receive down the road. There's a little bit of gamification. There's a little bit of surprise and delight. There's a little bit of, hey, we're all pioneers. Nothing may come of it and everything may come of it. That's, that makes me feel alive. So it is 9 a.m. I want to thank everyone who is here uh, today. And um, I will be back tomorrow morning. As I said, I'm uh, doing live recordings today. Uh, well, you know, pre-recordings, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, if I have a chance, I'll put those into um, both Joseph Jaffe's Not Famous uh, under shows and also the Cafe Chat uh, just have an amazing day, amazing week. Whatever you are manifesting personally, privately, publicly, uh, within the community, I hope you achieve what you set out to do and more. And if not, I'm here for you uh, to be your accountability partner as well. And uh, I will see you all tomorrow. For those of you that are listening online, uh, if you haven't subscribed, please do. Uh, if you If you haven't had a chance to rate or rank, uh, or, or leave a review. I would appreciate that very much. And uh, hopefully you'll come and join us live in uh, the virtual coffee shop, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, discord.gg forward slash alpha collective. Take everyone and see you tomorrow. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.